welcome, welcome, welcome to Danny Jerome Speaks. I'm your host, Danny Jerome. You guys can follow me on my Instagram at Danny Jerome underscore speaks, on my Facebook at Danny Jerome Speaks, and also follow my blog, DannyJeromeSpeaks.com. It's very simple, so make sure you uh, keep up with that and keep up with what's happening in my life and the, and the world around me. So today, um, our topic is uh, basically uh, called Being Disappointed and the Power to Keep Going. Um, and with me today, I have a very special guest. Um, her name is Tika Street. Um, say hello, Tika. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm I'm doing well. Okay, that's great. That's great. So she's going to answer. Um, you well, you guys are pretty much familiar with this. She's going to answer a few um questions. She's going to give us a little feedback towards the end, and hopefully, she gives us some very powerful insight um on today. So, Tika, are you ready? I guess. Okay. So what, the first thing I would like for you to do is just to introduce yourself. Give us a little bit about who you are and what you, where you've been and things like that. It doesn't have to be long, but whatever you feel, okay? All right. Well, like uh, Danny said, my name is Tika Street. I am a married woman for seven and a half years. Shout mm-hmm. out to my boo. <laughs> and a mother of three, a five-year-old young lady and two-and-a-half-year-old Twin boys. Okay, okay, okay. Will you have anything else to share with us? Um, also, um, a lactation counselor. Okay. For those of you who uh, are into breastfeeding, and <laughs> <laughs> um, I love look people. Close, look close. Uh-huh. And that's it. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. That is Tika Street. So, um. <laughs> If you guys are breastfeeding, please get with her. So, <laughs> okay. Well, my first question um, for you is basically, um, I just wanted you to kind of give me an example of when you were disappointed at any time in your life, and basically, uh, just basically, we can start with that, and then we'll kind of expound on that from there. So, just kind of give me one of those brief history lessons. Okay. Well, um, I guess we can start off. About when I was about 11 years old, um, a big moment of disappointment in my life was um, my sister and I were taken into foster care Mm -hmm. uh, by the government, Okay. and uh, we were no longer able to live with my mom Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, she was seen seen as someone who could no longer take care of us according to the government standards, Mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. um, it was very difficult, you know, being so young and being taken away from your mom, mm-hmm. not knowing, you know, where you would be going and what lie, exactly, you know, what would lie ahead. So, wow, that wow. was a great moment of disappointment. Okay, so, and what did you, what did, what did you find your power to overcome that moment of disappointment? What did you, what did you pull it from? What did you um, lean to? So, can you give me something on that? Well, um, that happened when I was about eleven. So. Around the age of 12, mm-hmm. um, I remember my uncle, he said, you know, he was uh, he's he was Muslim, and he told my sister and I that we needed a religion. Okay. He said, you know, we didn't have to become Muslim like him, but he wanted us to uh, have a God. Uh, and I remember uh, I told him I wanted to study with the Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Uh, because that's what I did uh, when we lived with my grandmother when mm-hmm. I was younger. So I pretty much was like, you know, I wanted to go back to what I was familiar with. Familiar with, yeah, okay. Uh, so I had, uh, he had set it up so that we had Bible study, you know, when the king, you know, the Jehovah's Witness comes to the house, they sit mm-hmm. down and go over the Bible with you. Mm-hmm. So when I was about uh, 11 and 12, that's what was going on. And I remember praying um, and 
I, you know, I was still like the average 12 year old, mm-hmm. uh, doing my thing, trying to be down or whatever. But I uh-huh. remember I always used to pray before I went to bed and just be like, God, if you're real, I want to know if you're, you know, that you are. And okay. Okay. So I think that's, uh, so that was your a beginning of your journey of finding your power basically. Right. Right. Um, so did it happen overnight? Was it like an instant transformation or did you kind of have to grow up as you went along in your years of growing up? Well, um, I wouldn't say that it happened overnight, but I did have a best friend. Like at that point, I was like in the fifth, sixth grade, and I had a best friend um, from that I was friends with since the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And when I got into the seventh grade, she had invited me to church with her, and like my very first, she invited me to church for like a, a Christmas pageant, mm-hmm. and my very first time being in service I just felt God like Mm -hmm. I don't know it was like something I never felt before and I just knew that God existed from that moment and um, I just thought it was so amazing because you know I had prayed some months before and then Mm -hmm. next thing I know this young lady who I was friends with for about two three years already Mm -hmm. now she decides to ask me to come to her church and um, from then that's how I started my walk with God Okay. Okay. So my question, I guess I have kind of the reformat that. So, um, it was originally I was going to ask you, do you wish that you had not went through the disappointment? But do you feel like maybe had you not went through that moment in your life, do you think that it kind of pushed you towards a closer and a closer walk with God? Or do you feel like it just that was a catalyst or something like that? Oh, I absolutely. Um, in retrospect, I I know that that season had to happen in my life for many different reasons, and one is because um, I used to have to go to my friend's house over the weekend. Like we didn't live near each other, mm-hmm. and being um, 12 years old, it's not like I could just hop on the bus and go to somebody's church, <laughs> you know, on my own. So my mm-hmm. aunt was a lot more lenient with me spending the night spending the night at someone's house. Um, not as close to our home, whereas I'm like, if I were with my mom, she okay. would be like, uh, no, that's not happening. You're not going to nobody's <laughs> church. You know, so I feel that me not being with her for that season was one of uh-huh. the reasons um, why that took place. Of course, there's many other okay. things that developed from that. But um, just practically, mm-hmm. I feel that not living with her for that point in time was um, what helped me be, you know, have the access to go to church. Like I did. Okay. Okay. Well, and that that's very interesting. So, um, I guess as I've sit here and listened to your story, um, we all have this different, uh, just a different walk. We all have this these different things that push us into what we're supposed to be in life, right? We're also so, um, we just have to kind of embrace those things as they are. Right. Um, I know sometimes they don't always feel good, but we have to embrace them because they are necessary to get us to where we're trying to go to am i right so um what i wanted you to um kind of is kind of give my audience i guess like so just say for instance one of our listeners they were going through the exact same thing what would you recommend to those people that are going through these disappointments or multiple disappointments constantly Mm -hmm. and and they they don't see the light they they don't maybe they've lost their faith in god or whoever they believe in and they they're not knowing how to get to that next what can you recommend to to the listeners out there well i'm not sure if i have much to like recommend that would be um powerful but i think a lot of times we don't realize how 
simple it is to talk to God mm-hmm. and and know that he will answer us. Um, and I feel like th- throughout my years, me just talking to God and being real with him and just asking him for whatever I need, he's always come through. And if he hasn't answered the way that I felt he should, mm-hmm. uh, in time I would see the reason why. So I would, uh, you know, it would make sense in retrospect why certain things didn't happen the way that I thought it would happen. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Bible says that all things work together for for good, mm-hmm. right? And even though I've had some very trying experiences, mm-hmm. I see that they have definitely worked for my good. They have built my character. They have built my endurance. Okay. Uh, the Bible says that trials come. You know, they come and create patience and perseverance within us. And I certainly have have seen that, you know, okay. uh, small things uh, can't take me out, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because like my like endurance that. have has been built um, and my relationship with God and just seeing him do different things. You know, it, it strengthens you uh-huh. and it encourages you. You mm-hmm. just think back like, OK, God did that. OK. And he can do X, Y, Z, whatever's ahead of me. Um, so I would tell people, God bless you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I would tell people, you know, just to hang in there and to know that God, he does hear you. And um, when I started praying, it wasn't like the next day my friend said, hey, come to my church. Mm-hmm. I think I started praying in the sixth grade. And it wasn't until seventh grade around Christmas time that, you know, she asked me to come to her church. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it took some time for that moment to meet or my prayer and that moment to meet. But so it it was just a process, basically. It was, it was definitely a process. So, um, just give us something off of that. So that process, guys, this does not happen overnight. This is not a overnight. I mean, sometimes it does, but not Mm -hmm. all often it does not happen that way. You know, we can pray and pray. So. Come on, what else you got up for that Come on. Yeah, and sometimes I think when things happen overnight, we don't really appreciate it mm-hmm. the way that we would ha- when we work for something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just even my my relationship with God was something or is something that I work on. You know, that I have to work on and, and to maintain it, and it's valuable to me because of that. Okay. Had it been something that you know just came out the sky and landed on me, and I'm just all of a sudden like this mighty person and you know I have no faults then yeah I'm sure it would have been taken for granted mm-hmm. so I would just encourage people to embrace the process mm-hmm. uh, because the process is not for uh is not without a reason mm-hmm. um and you hear you hear it said a lot of times that life is not always about the destination but it's about the journey ah, so I like that I would say you know embrace the journey Mm -hmm. you know we uh we go through some highs and some lows Mm -hmm. uh but at the end of the day it's all for like a great purpose Mm -hmm. and um you know not only that but we're able to encourage somebody else that's true because of that um my experiences have caused me to be able to talk to other people Mm -hmm. to um, encourage young people Mm -hmm. who just feel like you know they don't know what to do or what's life uh gotten sore for them and also I do have a heart for young people when it comes to um living for God uh-huh. because we make it sound like it's such an impossibility uh-huh. and I'm not going to say it's not challenging because mm-hmm. it is but I I believe it's possible even in this day where things are 
It's crazy. Just yeah, yeah, just crazy. Like I I believe that it is still possible. Mm-hmm. Um not per like not that we will have perfection or anything like that, but that it is possible to to love God and also to be an example in in your youth to other people and to even bring people to Christ mm-hmm. as a young person. Mm-hmm. Um like those are things that are meaningful to me. Okay. Uh, because you know I've lived through that and I've had nobody but God to depend on because I didn't grow up in a church house like uh-huh. with family people I was the only one in my family um who went to church okay and I started going at 12 and I remember um certain family members were like oh that's just a phase mm-hmm. you know you're just going there because your friend goes there yeah, yeah. and the moment that she's not in the picture you're not going to be going to church mm-hmm. and I used to be like no like this is something serious for me like I really believe in Jesus Christ and my best friend went on to move to Florida, mm-hmm. and I ended up moving to the Bronx because we both lived in Brooklyn. And, you know, and God had graced me to mm-hmm. still, you know, to still have my mind made up okay. and my heart fixed. Okay. Right? So um, I just think that, you know, we just need to remember that um, things, they, they are... The world seems very convoluted and mm-hmm. uh, confusing and stuff like that. But um, Jesus is not that complicated. No, he's not. No, you he's know, not. I think we make it complicated and we're just like going to make all these excuses why we can't, 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 can't. But I've seen God mm-hmm. over and over um, just with simple prayers. Yes. Simple mm-hmm. prayers. Simple things that I've um, just put before him. Okay. So I would just encourage people just to give God those simple prayers. Simple you prayers. You know, just simple, simple prayers. Like, you know, just tell him what's on your heart. And I, and I like that. See, Fatika said basically when we started this interview, she said she didn't have a lot to say. But she actually does have a lot to say. And I, and I like that. What she, the, the input that she gave to you guys. And it's, it's very powerful. Uh, just those words that she said. So I hope you guys take that and really let that soak into you and just just marinate on that and just grow from there. So just know that your disappointments, they are not, uh, it's not a permanent thing. It's a temporary thing. It's just something you have to go through in order to get to where your, your destination. So <clears throat> I just encourage you guys to keep keep the faith. Um, whether you believe in, in Jesus Christ or whatever you believe in, just utilize those tools that you've learned and keep going. It's, it's not the end. It's, it's You have to keep going. So, um and I would just like to say that uh, to anybody who may not believe in God, may not know if God exists or anything like that, I would encourage you to do what I did. Mm-hmm. Just ask him, like, if you do exist, reveal yourself to me, mm. you know? And uh, like I said earlier, I, I just prayed that prayer before bed. It's not like I thought about it during the day or anything. No, but I prayed that prayer. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 10 seconds. But lo, lo and behold, you know, he... He, got he did. Right? He got okay. And so you guys heard that again. So um, thank you guys so much for jo- joining us for Danny Jerome Speaks. I look forward to having her as, again as a guest. She's very thoughtful and, and just she has a lot to say. So I know this is not the first, I mean the end of our journey. I'm sorry. So you guys uh, just continue to listen. And again, thank you so much for listening to Danny Jerome Speaks. And you guys have a great rest of your day. <laughs>